Hello, and welcome to Enough Wicker, a podcast where we have to call in all the favors you owe us as we discuss the greatest television show of all time, The Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> and today we're tackling the 139th episode in the series, Stand By Your Man. What favors? <laughs> <laughs> Little old lady was with me. <laughs> you could not possibly put that banana in your tailbone. What did she say? It would be a pleasure to serve. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. Oh, gosh. This one's okay. I think it's, you know, I think it's a a repeat of just, you know, Blanche is uncomfortable dating a blind man, finally decides to, the blind man says, like, that's great, but, you know, I've moved on. Um, And then this is like, Blanche dates a man in a wheelchair, she's uncomfortable, and then she realizes he's a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like a different twist. (laughs) Um, and Ted's, I don't know, he's just creepy. I just don't like a lot of his lines. <laughs> yeah, he's really creepy. Females too fondle should have oh, been a man. sign. <laughs> I know, right? So, well, no, I, I hate his, um, I'll just dive right into it where he's like, he's like, you know, if I strike out, I strike out. Like, Ugh, oh, God, yuck. Oh, God. Uh, I know. <laughs> he literally is like, I recoiled at that line. Oh my God. Ew, it's too much. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, totally. That's how I feel. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, let's start from the beginning, though, because I think like peak 90s sitcom is dogs, like having a family dog, like full house, you know, like that is so of the time of like animal actors. Like, I think it's really when they 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 peak and like, you know, all the girls love animals. So they always love having the the dogs on set. Um, Dreyfus and and of course, Empty Nest and all that. but this whole line of like them wanting a pet and like decided like no one lucid is home during the day like they can't have a dog but it is kind of like I don't know when I was really thinking about it I was like I kind of feel like in a real life scenario they probably would have a dog because there's four of them and if Blanche was on board like they could really easily do it um this little bingo dog is so cute um but yeah, can't have it, Rose. Let it go. Sorry, let it go. I mean, seriously. <laughs> but it is funny because it's like there's Rose continually just transgresses the boundaries of like, no, we can't have it here. But we, you know, let's just try. Here it is. I have one. <laughs> yeah, she's trying. She's trying to try. <laughs> I love that. Seriously. I do love when she's like, you know, oh, they love it. We play fetch. She's like, that's because you bring the stick to them. She's like, I know. <laughs> we both we both threw up a little. It's, it's I, cute. Oh my god, I love that one. Oh. oh my god, yeah, mocha minty something. We both threw up a little. No, but the, the bring the stick, the bring the stick to them line is like it's another one of those examples of where like you know Rose says something, Sophia makes a joke at her expense, and then Rose reinforces that her joke was actually real. <laughs> as yeah. opposed to like you know where she's like she agrees she's like yeah i do bring the stick to them like that that's how i play fetch with these dogs it's hysterical um yeah so i mean the b story is a little bit weak it's a you know it's not super like there's nothing to it really rose wants a dog we can't have a dog that's it um so i i think like you know the a story typically is a little bit more robust than than what we have here but it's funny there's a lot of funny lines i mean from the very like the beginning of um when they're talking about 
going to get a book at the library and then like yeah. grand dragon i mean big daddy <laughs> you start a fire from the bottom oh my it's god like... <laughs> so exactly that same line of just like we're just digging deeper into good old curtis here and turns out he's a shithead <laughs> yeah surprise I do love when she's like, you know what horrible thing the folks in my neck of the woods did once when I was youngin'? You mean besides using phrases like neck of the woods and youngin'? <laughs> I am, I mean, as we've said before, but like, I am so here for Dorothy's northerner to Blanche's southerner all the time. It's like, it's just like so perfect. But it's, you know, what's interesting, it's like, okay, so in contrast to the Rose line where Sophia makes a joke and then Rose is like, yeah, that's actually true. Like, this is another one of those wit written lines just for the punchline that actually doesn't make sense for the character. Because Blanche starts the story being like, it was horrible. They burn books. And then she has everybody, like, locked in. And then she's like, and my dad told them how to start a fire from the bottom. You know, and it's like, okay, that's not, that's like, from a, from like a humor standpoint, yes, funny. But like, from her like the Blanche character standpoint, you're like, well, which direction are you going here? Do you actually think it's bad? Or like, did you get caught up in the story because it's about Big Daddy and you have complicated feelings about it? I'm not really sure. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, Right. her story, the beginning and the end don't match. And they do that a couple times in the series for like, just for the laugh, but it doesn't make sense for the character. Luckily they don't do it too often because then the show would not hold together as well as it does. But I do see like a couple jokes like that. You're like, you just threw that in for the joke, but like, it doesn't really make sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. They definitely, they, they do it. And like, it's, I don't know. Like, I guess you have to allow it or otherwise, like, cause I feel like they came up with these great jokes and they were like, Oh, how can we use them? Like, we'll just, right. no, I know you know totally disregard everything else we've set up but. <laughs> but but either but either way like you can still make that joke in a way that doesn't have blanche at the beginning of the story making everyone think that she's gonna tell this grand story i mean i know that's the joke is right. that you think yeah. she's gonna go that way but i feel like you could still you could twist it a little bit better and make it make a little worse oh yeah totally that's just me could. picking it apart obviously but uh you know, I'd like to say I get paid to do this, but I don't. But yeah. I do this. <laughs> we do accept Venmo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Space us directly. If we had our shit um, together, we'd have a Patreon, but whatever. I know. Well, we're living here. We're trying to have fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love when they go to the library. I love <laughs> yeah. it. And I love, like, Dorothy leaning into, like, Bor Dorothy, like, in, in, without the, like, being a dick it's like a little bit barbara thorndike when she's like it's from the latin librarius which means so many books totally. it's like all right come on I, know, I, know, I, know. <laughs> I like it though i i'm into it yeah it's no it's great and i think it's funny like how this is like her domain <laughs> yeah totally right it's like her <laughs> turf like, for sure yeah and it's like you know I, I, she just is like the poor clerk you know um is just sitting there being like oh okay whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah your books are always on time yada yada um i do like the whole i'm sure you'll find something you want i do believe you're right <laughs> checking out everything but the books <laughs> i know exactly oh my god pretty great pretty great the female stefondle joke is pretty funny it's good um, yeah yeah I do love the again very sitcom-y conceit it's the exact same shtick as John, you know, like you're like sitting at the um, 
the the table you know the bar whatever and like you're they're talking side by side and the blind one and she doesn't see underneath a chair and this wheelchair one and then he literally goes i better get rolling right i'm like but it's (laughs) (laughs) and you know and then she's like shocked you know it's kind of interesting and it's like it's funny because it's like you know the like there there is always this piece about like and, and this isn't necessarily a hidden disability, right? But this is part of also getting to know somebody that not every disability or not every, like, you know, for lack of a better term, quirk about a person is visible when you are first asking them out, right? That's part of a relationship. You're like, hey, let me tell you about myself. Hey, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's so interesting because these are like, so this I also think is a very 90s thing, like this like surface level thing. I remember like a saved by the bell episode like <laughs> zach morris is like there's a he's got like you know this girl in a wheelchair has a crush on him and then like i don't even know what the fuck happens in the whole episode but at the end you know he like asks her to dance at the dance and she's like you know you don't have to and he's like no i want to <laughs> then, yeah yeah you know, the character never uh you know shows up again so there is this like weird like you know, I, I there was it was only 1990 with the Americans with Disabilities Act, which, by the way, we still haven't adhered to in like a vast majority of our uh, our metropolises in terms of like what we actually need to provide access. Um, despite the fact that like you know have like people in wheelchairs like are the having a physical disability like that is like the one minority group that almost everyone could enter into at any time. But anyway, I digress. Right. Um, I mean, and he does make that point. It's a bit yeah. shallow, I guess, the delivery, but like that point of like, I just when saw a tweet like, the other day that I was, was like, I wish, guy. yeah, somebody was like, um, I wish people would realize that being fully able-bodied is temporary. And like, you know, I think that that, it's unfortunate that it has to be this way, but like, I think that when you're presenting, like, for example, like advocating for the rights of senior citizens, for example, like the best case scenario for your life is that you see yourself getting older and like you, you know, like you enter into a period of like old age. Um, and like your body is going to change even like the healthy, like, you know, in the best, like, in the best cases, like you might need a stronger prescription or like you might need to change the way you exercise because your joints aren't how they used to be. And like that happens in your thirties. I think like, you know, like your body exactly. changes and, and like, try your you late know, 20s, man. Yeah. <laughs> it is, a, you know, living is a degenerative condition. And so like, I think Correct. like this part of it is, you know, you can see what the writers are trying to do here. And like, also like yeah. Blanche being like, uh, I think she literally says like he should have told me he was in a wheelchair or something know, like right? that or like he should have told me he was disabled which is like okay wow, I mean funny. one this is also one where he could you could see it <laughs> so correct, like he correct. really doesn't need to tell you that's, that that's what I mean it's like come on now like and and not that not also like you don't you don't have like your first date not even a first date asking out process that's why I was trying to make the point of before you're not just like well let me list all of the things um yeah so I have diabetes and yeah. I've got a plate in my left leg and sometimes my I dad has a bit things. of an alcohol problem yeah, yeah it's <laughs> like how far are we going here <laughs> I mean, like, come on man everybody's got shit and like, to your point like this is this is a pretty like easy one to cope with you know in that way especially since he is so you know he's so confident in it and like you know and that's and that's fine you know and he's also a jerk in terms of uh uh you know truthful in monogamy kind of situation but um but anyway it's like yeah I, I think it's it's because we've already seen the blind one the blind one has more depth to me because 
it's it like Blanche makes the point about um seeing you know beauty is like what she has and what she holds dear to her right but like what's you know whatever like once it's established that ted can have sex it's fine yeah (laughs) it's it's just kind of like there's nothing more there than this is different and blanche has difficulty with difference right like right it's not it's not super deep yeah yes exactly like there's it's really yeah it's really interesting (laughs) <laughs> so, um so yeah i think that that's why um it's it's uh it's tricky for me to like really get into this one yeah yeah i think that's totally right and i mean like i think blanche's approach when she's like okay i already agreed to go out with him so i'm gonna get a chaperone is is like it's that is what makes it like that's the fodder for comedy like that's how it can be yeah. funny oh, yeah. is like because otherwise it would just be like all right blanche is on a date <laughs> with a super rich guy who happens to be in a wheelchair and like okay i'm supposed to like (laughs) what um but it's so it's so shallow too but like all the like we was po like yeah (laughs) it's really funny and it's great at the very beginning when dorothy's like honeysuckle mid juleps three-legged dogs like you know it's finally like a verbal confirmation that blanche's stories are as ridiculous as roses roses, and not that like right not that we're like you know like that's not new exactly because there's a lot of jokes about it but like you know the running gag is like the when rose starts to say an olive story they all leave but like blanche's stories are worse arguably (laughs) a lot of the time yeah exactly (laughs) but i love that that's i mean that's why sophia turns it right back to her picture me with a crowbar prying cousins off left (laughs) and right (laughs) so good oh god it's ridiculous um but yeah, the, the whole like, yeah, the whole idea of the chaperone thing is like, yeah, it's like, it's kind of funny, whatever. And then the idea of like, Blanche is like, oh, actually, I'm, this is a date and he's sultry and saying creepy things like turn it back, whatever. I'm, I'm fine. I'm going to sleep with him. Like she has a bus pass. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. I also hate like, you know, he's like, Andy. And he's just like, calls him he's just waiting behind a door with a cart with champagne and caviar you're like it feels very much like richard you're just like this is such a caricature of what rich means that you're just like yeah totally this poor guy is just like behind a door and you just have to yell his name before he like enters like he might as well ring a bell jesus christ <laughs> yeah yeah and like speaking of like lack of depth like Blanche does this a lot so I will it's like I'll accept it as part of like her character when she's nervous but when she's like nervous me wheelchair <laughs> like okay I know I know it's like do you get it audience she's nervous because he's in a wheelchair and that's weird like, and that's what I mean it's just like it's not that weird. I mean I, I honestly I understand again like you said what the writers are trying to do and at this time yes it's a it's actually a bigger deal right it's like and even today, people, I'm sure people either consciously or subconsciously on the dating apps or whatever, if they find out someone's in a wheelchair, like they feel weird about it when they're not in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, but like, it's so, and you know, I, again, I don't have a physical disability. Like I I don't know this world, but like, I definitely like have, have at least heard from the disability community. Like it's like, there there's so much that is like othering about their experience and it's just like they're they're not saying like definitely no one wants pity and which ted makes that point too right he's like i'm basically mm-hmm. the same guy but it's like but also it's 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 one of those things where it's like when you're teaching kids too you're just like well i'm not just gonna pretend it's not there either 
You know, it's like, this is just part of being a whole person. This is how this person navigates the world. It's slightly different from how you do. Whatever. We both like sex, you know? It's it's just really interesting of like how, like the point that still needs to be made today and how this episode somewhat gets there, but obviously it's like, you know, it, it needs a, a lot more depth to it, I think, to make the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's very like, and he's rich like you know, know like he's know. all of these like he's got to have all of these things to be like just so um well it's kind of the same thing we're talking about with clayton right of just like okay and then he's like yeah monogamous and he's a, a white man and like he's a gentleman like all these things like you tick all the boxes right so that he's not um he's not othered in a lot of different ways right right so, yeah, totally yeah everything else except for this one thing which is passable i guess <laughs> exactly yeah totally and you know like andy is one thing but the real picture of wealth at this time i think is the clapper um which i remember seeing the commercials for and being like can we please get that and my mom was like no like you know like for what purpose we live in like we have like a three-bedroom like one floor house we should not need to be clapping the lights on and off but i literally can still sing that commercial i mean that commercial was so it wasn't even less from this episode it was just on tv just like yeah on, on. yeah it's an icon <laughs> it's an icon of culture oh god you know after we record this episode i'm gonna go watch that youtube video um <laughs> anyway but yeah i think it's uh you know i mean it's it's fine it's it's funny they they do a decent job i think what's funny is that when they have the follow-up afterwards when they're talking in the kitchen <laughs> You know, picture it. Sicily, 1914. A man in a wheelchair satisfies a woman. It's a short story, but I think it makes that point. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's exactly it. Like, that's the whole message of the episode. Literally. Like... That's all. But like, that's actually, it's so pithy, right? Like, you're just like, this This is this is how deep this episode goes. That is exactly what it is. The end. <laughs> <laughs> he suits me to a G. <laughs> wow. That... I mean, right? Oh, my God. And then you mean to a T and then. Dorothy's face no I don't think so Rose is like oh so sultry it's like the whole like you're good thing in the last episode um it's really yeah we're just we're just getting into it <laughs> yeah no it's pretty that's a pretty raunchy bit oh. um I think also like you know part of what makes this episode a little bit like not quite over the over the finish line is like Blanche is really nervous all of a sudden around him when she figures out that she's attracted to him, which like isn't Blanche. Like, yeah, she is nervous in the beginning because he's like, you know, she has this big, huge reveal that he's in a wheelchair. But then like when they're on the date, her confidence or not even her confidence, I guess, but like something changes um, when she's like <laughs> wants to send her grandmother home. Um, and it's like not you know, it's not the Blanche that we know is on dates. Like where, like, I don't know. It's not, it's gives him all the power. Exactly. Exactly. It's very strange. I mean, I guess cause he's, it's like the nervousness piece that comes in his territory. I don't know. It's very, it's very strange, but yeah, we don't get to see that fun side of Blanche, which is such a bummer. Um, But then again, like then we have lines like rubber toys. Oh, they, they do seem to be his preference. <laughs> yeah that's funny <laughs> you know I mean, it's really that's the kind of Blanche we know so it's like this really weird dichotomy of it um but anyway I mean it's so funny because like I want to talk a little bit more about the B story here but um the 
the end is just you know he to be fair he like he does i don't know if it's just the actor is a little flat but like his whole like confession that he has a wife like he doesn't he doesn't lie then it was lying by withholding but he's just like i just can't and then she infers that what he says and he doesn't deny it at least you know what i mean like he doesn't i kind of appreciate that it's written of just like yeah yeah i got a wife (laughs) yeah when she figures it out and then she calls him a jerk and then he leaves and my wife doesn't understand me or whatever that's you know the the classic line we've seen it on the show before even right and done in a little bit more depth and then he's out and it's like <laughs> it's just funny you're just like yeah people it, who have disabilities are also just people so some of them are jerks at the end <laughs> right that's the whole big reveal and blanche's tone really shifts when she's like you got a wife like you know like her it's what was that again? Say that again. <laughs> no you heard it i think you heard <laughs> me the first time um yeah like i shift. think yeah it shifts and like it's like she has she's not pleased that he would have a girlfriend but i think it really feels differently and he's carrying on an affair and then his whole thing of like i don't understand why this has to end things it's like if you you know the whole thing is like it's all consent so like if you are wanting to carry on an affair as a married person you know in secret like if you are if someone's coming on to be your mistress i guess like and they know they're your mistress like that's different yeah that is absolutely different yeah it's like (laughs) just being up front i mean what you know what did we learn last episode be honest um but it's like it's yeah it's just like easy enough to have have that like you know hey ted if you want to you know you want your turn at bat you're gonna strike out you're gonna strike out we'll tell her that you're married and you just want to fuck because your wife doesn't understand you maybe she'll play the game who knows right like, right but be upfront about it it's very stupid anyway so yeah that's it that's all i got to say about that. um the only other thing i gotta say is i love the ted turner like show oh, business yeah. for god's sake that's right show business <laughs> let him colorize movies i love it it's oh my god i love that that's such a great marking of the time reference and everybody getting upset that's really yeah yeah um i don't know the only other thing i wanted to ask you is do you think sophia's like caricature um (laughs) grits all right like do you think it's problematic at all like does it it is yeah yes for sure for sure and that's why i was like this is really superficial in this like weird like mocking southern way but it's clearly mark mocking like you know a southern black woman like i'm almost positive that that's what that's you know that's where they're they're going with that um so and you know i mean and just saying like like she the the we was poe thing goes like that that's for sure like that line um but like the the rest of it is like really basic southern stuff which you know again it's offensive to imply that uh all of the cousins sleep with each other or like she just like says grits all right and like you're just like mercy me (laughs) yeah exactly exactly all of that shit um but yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely problematic you are correct for calling that out um yeah i mean i guess that's that's it by the a story we have a couple more notes on the b story for sure the b story is funny because it is just about the dog but at the same time it it begets this beautiful conversation about the paper bird love it how did the paper bird die so funny (laughs) like there's so many great lines 
of like i mean again we already talked about the dog with like the mocha minty and the rubber toys <laughs> but like the whole thing where you know like they're talking about the paper version like that was your pet and sophia goes they're very clean <laughs> yeah i love that and then rose again <laughs> earnestly trying to understand does a paper bird die good question someone used it to restart the pilot light it is so funny to me because that dynamic could happen between again like a mother daughter who's very close or a sibling it's, it feels very sibling kind of te- storytelling in a common zone it feels like mocking your spouse right like it's like literally this this whole vibe of where like dorothy is telling me a story in front of sophia but like pretending she can't listen or that she's not there ha 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 and like t- directing it at rose with being like you know like stabbing like, sophia in the side of like knowing that it's gonna be mocking her it's so funny like the other day like um dennis my husband and i were folding laundry and like holding our now six month old which is crazy um and she's just like sitting there and he's like he's like man he's like still your mom like always like like puts her laundry in inside out so he's like pulling these other things and we're just like we're like yeah i was like yeah that's funny i do that but like not all the time unlike dad who always leaves the shower curtain open (laughs) you know (laughs) just like doing shit like that it's like the same exact vibe where she's just like she's just telling the story to rose but then later where she's like sure was a lot more fun than that bird on a stick nah she's oh she's (laughs) nice so funny and i mean only b arthur could just make that come across so perfect it's like it's it's her processing her emotions about this like childhood trauma basically right and then just like mocking her like telling the story to rose who also is still confused (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then like trying to tell sophia how pissed she still is oh it's it's really it's great it's like really complex for just such a dumb story it's funny it's a really funny gag it's a little like mrs doolittle like it's like you know it's the same vibe again like that's i feel like this episode reuses a lot of the same things to your point about like we want a dog we get it (laughs) yeah (laughs) um the pets for people thing that bingo ends up you know, uh, living, they're getting adopted through, I guess. Reminds me a lot of Paws, which is a really great organization here. We have a friend who works that basically like, you know, helps older people with pets uh, connect with volunteers who will walk and like help care for your dog, which is really, really cool and really awesome. And like, I don't know, I guess like also that part of like them not having a pet, like the same thing that happens with Jake, like older people who want companionship and like you know, pets are a really great option for that. And it's really nice that these organizations exist, um, you know, to kind of match them. And it's just so like, it's always nice when I feel like a little bit of like the girl's real sort of, um, you know, like what they care about in real life kind of bleeds through to the show. And like, obviously Betty White was such an animal person. Um, So it's cute. I feel like it's always a little bit like sweet to see her with animals on set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, org. Check it out. And I think- you know i mean you know it's even with the like no one is lucid is home during the day it's like they they actually facilitate you know like actual relationships with animals like when somebody can't be like a caretaker full-time which is super cool but um but yeah i i think it's really that scene where like you know it's like we gotta do what's best for you and like bingo is like pawing her face oh my god it's actually really cute such a cute dog yeah i am hopelessly allergic to animals but like i was kind of like I, yeah i could cuddle bingo in that little yeah 
I would suffer for like 72 hours after. But anyway, it would be totally fine. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I do love the, she said, St. Olaf, bingo, I told you that's the attack command. (laughs) Yeah. Like the idea of like, you know, Sophia, like it's the same thing with like, you know, drinking sherry uh, with Dreyfus and like, I mean, there's there's so much of like the whole like Sophia like vaguely takes care of and spends time with an animal (laughs) joke. Totally. But uh, yeah, it's really, I mean, it's really too, too funny. Um, they also, also another recurring theme in this episode is the whole like Sophia is, is, you know, her mind's degenerating when she just comes in just again, just for the gag. It has nothing to fucking do with the rest of the episode whatsoever. She's like, hurry up, get dressed. We're going to be late for temple. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. Like, what is that? Yeah, it's Tuesday and we're Catholic. <laughs> in that case, bacon and eggs. I mean, it's like. It's literally just for the joke of the entrance. And it's like, I mean, it's really funny. It's really good. But it's like also like, ah, another piece of the puzzle, you know? Totally. <laughs> it kind of adds to that lucidity. <laughs> yeah, exa- right. That's why you can't have one. <laughs> Smoke them in tea. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and the only other thing I have to say about this episode is like, they ha- it has the great line of like, I'm here if you want to pick my brain. Like, Rose, I think you should leave it alone and let it heal. <laughs> yeah (laughs) (laughs) my goodness so i don't know but yeah that's that's really all i've got you got anything else no that's it yeah i mean it's you know again it's not a not enjoyable one it's just that it's a repeat of some of the themes it feels like a a stand-in sort of episode which is interesting totally Um, pun intended stand by your man um (laughs) anyway she got it (laughs) i'm gonna let's get rolling um (laughs) (laughs) Join us next time. We're going to discuss running with the bulls in Pamplona and the etymology of the word queer. (laughs) Take care, everybody.